works. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, everyone, from... This is Parents, Kids, Music. My name is Ian Eisenberg, and with me also is Jay Logan. Hi, Jay. How are you today? I'm doing great, Ian. Uh, this is a wonderful day, and I'm glad to be on the show and uh, to talk to everyone. Excellent. Um, this is our first show, so we thank everyone who's listening for tuning in. What Parents, Kids, Music is about is the relationships that parents have with their children and children have with their parents based on the music that they listen to. Because there are many instances where parents and kids listen to the same music and have that much stronger relationship when there's those people who don't as well. So, So, Jay, what can you tell us about your musical background? Uh, well, uh, one thing I come from a musical family, uh, uh, so music has been part of my life, all of my life. My father is a famous jazz musician, um, and he taught me how to play instruments. So a lot of times uh, when I was a kid, I was wondering, well, did I like the music first or did I like the instruments first? Well, some, some kids, as a kid, they might like the music first, and then some kids might like the instruments first. Well, I wanted to play drums. Uh, but my parents said, oh, no, Jay, we're going to make you play trumpet. And then from playing the trumpet, I learned the harmonica and the piano and the guitar and the sax. And, but I wanted to play drums because most kids, like, you know, they got a lot of energy in and they like to beat on things. Um, so as time went on, I started liking the music. But my first, first love was the instrument itself. Um, I've been in the music business all my life, and I've experienced working with a lot of kids, and I noticed that music is always a vehicle to bridge the village and bridge the parent and the kid's relationship. Music has always been there. I mean, you can go back into history. You can look at the church. You know, you have the organ player. You know, it's spiritual. You, you, you know, it's a very, very important part of our society, and this is the way to develop these children to have a love for music, they will respect every other thing in life because music is there as an educational tool to bridge and bring love into a family. So that's, that's some of the history and some knowledge I could share with the listeners out there. Uh, very necessary to use the tool music to, to heal and educate your family. It's there, and you can always share the songs, because songs and music are like a time machine where, if you notice, let's say, for instance, when you first had your kid, what song in conception did you and your child, oh, sorry, you and your, your spouse uh, were listening to? You know, so it could be a love song. It could be a song about uh, the environment. But it's something there that brings you back to that point and that reference point that when you had your first kid, uh, or your second or third, it doesn't matter, that there's some piece of music that will remind you when that kid was born. And you can go back in time 
and you can use music as a time machine, a vehicle to go back. So that's why it's so important to use music as a tool uh, to, to make the relationships between your kids and your children uh, stronger. Excellent, Jay. And I know professionally you do work in music and you are a musician as, as your interest in the drums has gone to all those instruments that you play that, um, that it's like what, what, are, what are the genres of music that you're interested in now and growing up? Okay. Um, first I want to say that music has a pulse. So that's what people like about it. It has a pulse. It has a rhythm. I mean, even when you answer the telephone, there's a ring. That's music. You know, so sound has a pulse. Um, the music that I like these days, I like the current music. Well, you can start from the Black IPs. But back in the other days when I was a lot younger, I enjoyed uh, Fleetwood Mac, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, the Beatles, um, James Brown, uh, you know. So I... I, but I was raised with jazz as my undercurrent. So since I was raised with jazz and, and avant-garde type of jazz, my mind is wide open. So there's not a, a, a single type of music uh, that I don't like on the planet as long as it has love and it's positive. If it's, if it's a positive music, um, it's fine. Uh, um, but right now um, I'm loving the pop. The the R and B, uh, the Black Eyed Peas, <laughs> um, and even I even like the, the, some of the music the kids like. A lot of the kids they like Justin Bieber, and um, you know, it's okay. Uh, the Jonas Brothers. Um, those are some of the some of the some of the groups and artists that I like right now. Um, so, if that answers the question, that's it. Yeah, yeah, Jam. Yeah, so just going back to your upbringing, being raised by jazz, my question is, was there any other music? What happened when other music came into your life? Because I know, you, I know wow. your father was a jazz wow. musician. And, and how, did, how did music other than what you, the foundation you were born on become, like, affect your life? Because I can say when I was a kid, my parents played the – like the soft rock radio station in the car, and that was the only thing that was on. That was the only thing I knew. And as I got to hear, listen to heavier things, and as I was listening to like heavy metal and rap and different things that my friends in school would be playing, it was just really a dilemma of, okay, I've been listening to one thing and only one thing, and I don't dislike it because I've learned to love this stuff because it's the only thing. How do I embrace other things without rejecting them? And how, and, and how did that come into your life, Jay? Yeah, that's, a good, that's a very good question. Um, kind of amazing. Like my, my dad uh, would only allow me to listen to John Coltrane or, you know, I could listen to Dizzy Gillespie or Charlie Parker. And I was, uh, I was, I was basically kept in a musical jazz prison. <laughs> and a, a lot of kids and parents, they, they make this mistake. They, you know, the kids is only allowed to listen to this and listen to that. Well, you need to do that. You need to be boundaries because you don't want your kids listening to anything. You know, because you look what happens. You know, it's very influential. So after a while, you know, I had to learn jazz. I, I played in a lot of jazz clubs with my dad at the Village Vanguard in New York. He put me on stage. 
and I was only allowed to listen to that. And I was just, I was happy, you know. I didn't know any type of music other than that type of jazz. I thought that was it. I knew everything. But as time went on, I started going to school. And I saw other kids listening to uh, James Brown and the Beatles and the Osmonds and the Jackson Fives. And, and uh, I was like, wow, you know, that music it seems simpler to understand. They only play like a couple of chords there. And I started liking that. So I would come home and say, Dad, I want to hear this other kind of music. No, oh, you listen to jazz. You listen to jazz. You listen to jazz. stuff like this. And basically, I kind of rebelled. Hey, hey, Jake, can you just hold for one second? It's like you're you're coming in and out. I'm not sure it's like with your cell phone. Just want you to, um, to realize that because it's like we're losing you, we're gaining you, we're losing you. Okay. Hey, first show jitters. All right. So, so Jay, as you were saying, like bringing Michael Jackson and the Jackson 5 and other music into this house of this jazz prison. Not that a jazz prison is probably a bad place to live because I do like jazz. <laughs> yes, I was, I was uh, kind of stuck in this uh, jazz prison. And then when I started going to school, uh, the other kids, were their parents weren't accomplished jazz musicians. So their choices of music were, were totally different. Some of them liked the Beatles. Some of them liked the Jackson Five. Some of them liked the Osmonds. Some of them. So I was. Some of them even liked Johnny Cash. So I was exposed to now a different community of music lovers, which I was able to choose now what I wanted. I got to have control of what I wanted to hear. I got to come home and debate with my parents that I want to listen to what the kids are listening to. I love. Let's take, for example, of today. I love Justin Bieber. I don't want to listen to jazz anymore. Daddy, oh, no, 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 you're going to have to do it. This is the music you need to listen to. But what it did is it exposed me to a different a genre of music and different people, and it was okay to like different music. So that's how I got exposed to the other music sources. And, uh, and that's why it's, it's important that when you do expose music to your kids, that you let the kids know that there are more music available than just one type. Because you, it gets a little frustrating for a kid, you know. You want them to listen to what you like because it's your kid. Like everything I like. Wear everything. I want, you're my kid, and I want you to just like exactly what I like. You're me, and I'm you. But um, when they go to school, they get these other type of music. And if you don't start them off young and say it's okay to listen to other people's music, it's okay, it's all right to like another type of music, then they will rebel. So that's uh, wow. that's a whole n- another topic, but that's what happens. So I, that's how I feel about uh, of, uh, of making sure your kid listens to the right music and know that it's okay to listen to other types of music. Oh, as long as you, you know, inform your parents what you're doing. But, you know, some parents, they want to keep you in the jazz prison like I was. And maybe it was good for me because it made me the musician I am today. So it's different strokes for different folks. Got it, Jay. Jay, we, we have a caller on the other line. Let's let's bring him in. Hi, um, you're on air with us here on um, on Parents Kids Music. Who's this speaking? Hello. I guess our caller is not here. Okay. I, I know we do. I know we do have a guest coming up in a few minutes. Looking forward to that. So, but so so Jay, here you're a you're a parent. I know you have daughters, and 
And how do you bring your upbringing of what you listened to, what you didn't listen to, what your parents let you listen to, to, to your children? Well, what I do is I try, I try not to influence them. I try not to say, hey, listen to this, listen to that, because I want them to have their own opinion and develop. I want them to develop a musical ear. I want them to know what, they, what the parent likes, what I like to listen to, but I don't want to so much influence them into what they want to hear because then you cut off their creativity, and that's what you don't want to do. You don't want to cut off, cut off their creativity. So with my, my daughter, Jelena, <laughs> she's very special. So what I do is I might set a bunch of tools and say, hey, I'm listening to this right now, or I'm listening to that. So one year she came back with this uh, thing from school, uh, a catalog, and she said, I really want this Justin Bieber uh, CD, Daddy, and you must buy it for me, and you're my dad. <laughs> you're supposed to do this. <laughs> so I'm like, well, who is this Justin Bieber guy? You know, so I'm looking at the thing, and I'm like, what in the world? And I'm hearing all of her little friends, oh, he's so cute and this and that. And these little kids, they, they're very cute because they listen to the music for other things, reasons. So music just does, it's not just the music. It's the image. It's the imagery that the company is trying to put out there. And it's also the group pressure at school that will dictate what your child will listen to. That's why it's so important for the parent to be involved. These are the learning blocks of growing up. And it's very, 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 it's like somebody else is communicating with your kid. If you're not aware of this, the music is a communicational source. Someone is communicating with your kid, and if you don't know, you need to know now because this affects your child. And for my child, I had to listen. I had to sit there and I had to listen to Justin Bieber. It was, it was, it was terrible. No, I'm just saying. Um, but I had to sit there and listen to Justin Bieber, the whole CD with him. And you know what? After that, my, my, my daughter said, Daddy, I love you for that. I, you know, I, she's probably, I know I'm putting you through, but thank you for listening to Justin Bieber, whole CD with me. And, uh, so, and, and she said, Would you listen to it again? And I didn't say anything. I just, you know, <laughs> I said, Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. So that was a wonderful experience for me, and now I'm glad I did it. So now I know when Justin Bieber's brought in the house, it's not going to tear my village up, and my, my child's not going to go in the room, play a music, slam the door, and I, you know, not let me hear what they're listening to. And it, and it goes on and on. So. So, so it's a matter of listening to your children. As a slogan here, parents' kids' music is listen to your parents, listen to your kids, listen to your music. And in some ways, listening to your kids' music is, in a way, you're listening to your kids. Exactly. You are definitely listening to your kid. And your kid would feel like they have a voice. Because sometimes parents and kids' one-on-one relationships don't go too good because you're the superior. You're the, you're the parental unit. You're in charge of this beautiful, beautiful bundle of love. And they, a lot of times, you know, you don't have the... The skills to sit there, you got to go to work, you got to get up, you got to, you know, take them to school, and you don't get a chance to really talk to them or have any type of uh, involvement with them. It's just all business. But when you use the music, it bridges that gap. It, it makes something that we have a bond, something in common. And, and especially if you say you love the music they're listening to, this through life, so all the way till they're 21 years old, they will remember that. They will remember that. It's all about communication. Music is communication. And a lot, a lot of times, people don't look at it. It's, it's entertainment, but un, the underline and the undertones, like I said, if you go back in history, 
Uh, if you go back to uh, in the Bible, it was used to, to march with. It was used to communicate. If you go back to the Congo, the drums were used to communicate. They're like cell phones, telephones. Music is very influential to your child's growth. So jump in when you can, because if you don't, they'll be listening to something that you might not uh, want them to be listening to. So it's very important. All right, Jay. Speaking about jumping in, we've got it. We've got our guest here. I'm going to put them on the air. All right, you're on the air. Hey, how's it going? You're on. How's it going? Hey, this is Ian. This is Jay here at um here on Parents Kids Music. And yeah, thanks for joining this us is, today. Yeah, this is David from Dr. Pants. Dr. Pants hey, from David. Oklahoma City. That's correct. Excellent, hey, David. So, yeah, so my question is, what has been your experience growing up listening to music with, um, with your parents, and how does the music that you were listening to growing up make you who you are today? Hmm. Well, I mean, it's interesting because I was really, I was really, I, I was fairly proactive, I think, as as a kid in terms of, finding music and searching out music from a fairly, even if, even if that just meant um, going, you know, just going to my parents' record collection on the shelf and digging through it myself and finding things that looked interesting. I think, um, mind you, you know, at that stage, you know, everything that I'm listening to is something that they owned, so it was something that they were already familiar with, with at least to some degree. But you know, there there were there were certain there were certain things that they played and and preferred, and then there were other things that you know records that they just happened to have, but maybe didn't really listen to very often that that I gravitated toward. But but that you know, and it, it was interesting. I think that. But then, you know, that, but that was kind of my earliest phase, like when I was probably anywhere from three to to seven or eight years old. And at that point, around seven or eight, you know, I started to listen to the radio kind of of my own volition. And and uh, really at that point, you know, what my, my parents liked or didn't like kind of became a little bit less of a concern for me and, and, and just kind of became even less and less so over the years, although I found, I found myself kind of in my adult life, probably college age and older, uh, I think becoming more interested again in, in things, in, in finding things that I liked that maybe my parents enjoyed as well. I think just to, for that to be something that we could again maybe relate to each other wow. on as a result of this. That, that's Is there any particular artist? Say again. Yeah, Jay, you were saying something? I, no, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm amazed what he just said. Basically, it's like a boomerang thing. He basically said the stuff he listened to as a kid, as he got older, he reminisces and he remembers, like kind of like the time machine thing. Those so- those songs bring back memories of when he was a kid. He's kind of like listening to those things again as an adult that he went back into the collection and dug back deep in there, and he went back and listened to those things. I think that's that's great how it influenced you and your parents, how you can use music to take you back and to remember the good days and to remember the times when you uh, were growing up with them and the songs that they liked 
And that's that's I like that. That just shows with music how powerful music is. So I just was I was commenting on that because uh, that really touched me with what he just said. So, and uh, sure, Ian, sure. you had a question. Yeah. So, so what particular music do you feel that you has come back to you as you've gotten older that that was that you originally found in your parents' record collection? Um, I mean, probably. Probably the big, yeah. Probably the biggest example would be kind of some of the the '70s kind of more singer songwriter stuff that they listened to. You know, records like Tapestry by Carole King or uh, James Taylor, um, yeah. things like that. And you know, as and definitely as I got as I got older, and um, I mean, I'm a musician, and you know, and I part of what I do is is you know kind of a singer-songwriter thing, but I also married a, a, a singer-songwriter, and, you know, she had never heard, when we when we met, she had never heard Tapestry by Carole King, and so that was really cool, because I got to introduce her to it, and then in that also, you know, reconnected with that record, and, you know, and that sort of thing, and just and remembered how great it was, you know, to listen to it as a kid, and, and so forth. Um, but yeah, stuff like that, and and definitely some kind of, you know, some of some more kind of country stuff that my dad liked. You know, older country stuff. You know, Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, and that sort of thing. Emmylou Harris. Um, that's all become music that I've really gained a big appreciation for in my adult life. But but that I also have those memories of of you know hearing when I was a kid. I have a wow. question for you. I have a question for you. Do you have any kids now? And are you? Uh, what's your intention with the music with them? If you do, I don't. You, you and your wife. Or... Yeah, I don't. We don't have any kids yet, although we we think that that may be happening soon. Um, and you know, it's interesting. I have I have a lot of I have, I think about it a fair amount. I think about you know music and and my potential children. You know, because music is such a huge part of my life. And you know, for well, on on some days I have thoughts along the lines of. Yeah, us being such the dedicated music people, it'll be just our luck that maybe we have some kid who's just not really interested in it. You know, that, <laughs> that, you know, that would be the great irony. But but it, you know, that's that's probably unlikely that they wouldn't be interested in it at all, especially if it was something that that we were obviously you know very you know very focused on. But I think that. I mean, I think about a lot of things, I and mean, I think about you know introducing you know my kids to some of my favorite records and stuff like that, and you know, and then the, the other thing that I think about sometimes is you know, this kind of the dance that I'll have to do at least for a while in terms of like you know not playing you know the certain stuff to them like you know if it's stuff that's you know you know explicit in some manner or you know whatever it's like hmm, yeah you know. Okay, don't don't put darling Nikki on, you know, <laughs> before they're <laughs> before they're 15 or you know whatever. Like I think about that stuff all the time. I'm like, you know, just cuz you know, I mean, and sometimes, you know, your kids are going to hear stuff like that by accident anyway, and there's nothing really you can do, but that's a thought that crosses my mind sometimes too. But I mean, I think overall I'm really looking forward to you know, just you know, playing music around my kids and you know, introducing them to stuff and you know, and hopefully they'll be excited and interested, and and you know, and, and maybe not as much as I was, but 
that's okay. I mean, I think that, um, you know, I, sometimes I sometimes I don't think about that as much as even as I'm thinking about how do I keep them from you know playing video games all the time. But you know, the but uh, but it's interesting. It's you know it's interesting to still be in the phase where it's kind of all potential because you know there's not an actual child in the mix yet, and I'm sure it'll be once the child once the kid gets here, there'll be a it'll just be like you know okay we'll just we're just doing the best we can all the time and you know and whatever, but. And you have a little junior pants. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> yes. Something like that. Well, so it's very important. It's, it's, yeah, it's very important. Like that's what me and Ian, Ian are talking about. Is there's a music health, and you seem to right. have great health as growing up with your parents. And and then what you you know when they're little, they're not playing the video games yet, but they're hearing. They can't talk, but they hear everything you right. do. They they just can't sure. say it. Hey, give me that bottle now. You know, just can't say it. So yeah. with, like 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 we were saying, you have to pay attention to your kids' musical health when they're when they're when they're kids. That influences them. Sure. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can see that. And I think that you know, musical health probably hey, that's probably a pretty legitimate thing. And I think that um, you know, I, I I guess I you know I guess if I really I'm honest, I feel like, well, you know, I'd, we'd probably, you know, be doing pretty well in terms of heading that direction initially because I don't think that, I think that a lot of the, the things, the music that we really enjoy and would want to play to them would be, you know, stuff that, you know, at least is, you know, of a certain quality or, you know, is, is uh, you know, stuff that has really impacted us, you know, emotionally and, and so forth over the years. And so that's, you know, that poten- I, I think there's the potential is there for us to have yeah a really good uh, yeah a really good relationship with our kids you know in that respect. That's wonderful. That's wonderful. That is beautiful. So, Brilliant. so Brilliant. Brilliant. do you have any? Got... Let's see. Um, I just music health is a powerful thing. <laughs> Because not everyone has the same music taste. Not all parents and children have the same music taste. And sometimes it can get pretty testy about where are you going, what are you listening to. And yeah. you're not going to play anchor rap with a two-year-old kid. You know I mean? That's horrible, you know. You're not going to play certain things, like you were saying, Darling Nikki, there's some things you just, that's where they're picking up their first info. And what they hear, right. and they're learning words, and they're learning. Yeah, you're just not going to do it. So that's why we need to make this awareness. I, people haven't really touched on that, you know. This awareness is very important about the music health of your kids, especially now in the digital age, where you really don't have control. Like he said, they're going to hear it anyway. That was something important he just said. They're going to hear it anyway. So at least, at least you can be a doorway to allow some of this stuff not to influence your little toddlers. And your kids, because the, it's the internet is just overwhelmed, and the media is overwhelmed with all kind of music and ideas. And it's a free country, and we're not knocking on that. But you want you want those first roots. You want those to be clean, fresh water. <laughs> I will put it that way. <laughs> water. Uh, all right, we've got a few minutes remaining. I see another caller on the line. I want to see if we can get them in quickly before we go. Um, Dave, would you like to stay on and um, take this call with us? Thank sure. You. Excellent. Thank you. Clean 
Hello? 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 Hi, this is Ian and Jay and Dave. Hey, what's your name? Uh, My name is Reverend Emily Simon. How are you? I'm doing fine, thank you. Excellent. Thanks for calling us today. Okay, I'm glad. I'm glad that I call. Yes. Do you have any questions for um for Jay or David or myself? Yes, I I wanted to know: Are you preparing music for the young people that are even attending different uh, recreational activities? That's the question. I think there's a lot. I think there's a lot to go. However, I can say our show is actually about to end right now. Our next um, show is going to be on. Yes, we've got exactly one minute to go. Our next show is going to be on Wednesday, September 8th. It's going to be at 3 p.m. 3 p.m. Eastern, okay. 12 June Pacific. So we're looking forward to talking to you then. You can follow us up here on Blog Talk Radio. Actually, our Twitter account is PK Music Show. Okay, well, I uh, thank you very much. Even for thank taking you my call. Thank you, and um, thank you for listening. Okay, I'll listen again. Thank you. Bye-bye. Lift. All right, and we'd like to and we'd like to thank David from Dr. Pants for joining thank us, David. and of course Jay Logan. Mm-hmm. So, so we thank everyone for joining us today on Parents Kids Music. As we said, our next show is going to be Wednesday, September eighth, same time, three p.m. Eastern, twelve Pacific. So, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. And. We'll speak to everyone soon.